Hey, Jacob. Hey, hey, man. I think the filter on the ship needs to be changed. The air filter? You know what? This is where I'm not the, sure. It just the says water the filter? filter. I don't... It might be the air filter. It could be the water well, filter. what tastes worse, the air or the water? Portal sound. Hey, guys, look at what I found. It's oh, a hey. portal gun. Why did you run in here and say portal sound? <laughs> no, I... That's not what happened. I... This is where there's a portal sound because I used the real portal gun that the game space made. Why is the sound the portal gun makes just portal sound? You <laughs> say have, portal sound. Should I have said, should I have said, like, swoop? <laughs> I mean, swoop? it would have been better than that, I think. You wouldn't have known what I was doing. We would have seen you come through the portal. You did see me come through the portal. <laughs> oh, okay. So, <laughs> oof. Okay. Nice. Nice beginning. What are you guys talking about? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we were talking about how the uh, the filter needs to be changed on. on All right. The big enough unit. about that. We should talk about Portal, the game ah, that yes. we found. The game that we found in the game space this week. Um. And what is this podcast? Wait, first introductions. Who and are who you? are we? Uh, <laughs> the thing that we can seemingly never remember to do. Um, I'm Nick Blackley. I'm Jacob Smith. I'm Mitchell Smith. And this, and this is... is uh, this is the ship. Um, Astro this Gaming. <laughs> this, <laughs> this is we, the ship. <laughs> we, uh, <laughs> we are explorers on the... the the his royal majesty's big unit um <laughs> traveling through the game game space mm-hmm. uh cataloging what is within and we are supposed to be here and we definitely aren't trapped no no we could leave important yeah because um, we have a portal gun so we could leave right yeah at any time if we got close to a moon um i have a feeling that somewhere someone is thinking about how they're going to edit a podcast later (laughs) sounds like a tough job that i wouldn't want to do i would just say don't cut anything out and leave it exactly the way it was Uh uh-huh or would you rather us redo the intro (laughs) Uh, i just said someone somewhere not me could be anyone. Okay, so then you know what you're gonna do. Great. Um, all right. So we should probably talk about. So we we were we were bumping around in the game space, going from point A to point B, and we found this portal gun floating in space, shooting randomly. And through one of the portals, we found this orange box that contained the game portal. Yes. Um. <laughs> the the um the orange box contained the game portal but also one of the artifacts that was in the game so one can only assume that the game was a training manual to use the 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 portal gun the gun was shooting randomly in space did you even listen to my bit yeah Yeah, the box opened and it floated out Mm-hmm. No, yeah, it, the game. it shot a portal, and we went through the portal, and it was in, like, a room, and we took the box out of the room. Oh, man, mm-hmm. that's neat. What a cool thing to yeah, happen Yeah, that was a cool way of doing it, not your way. <laughs> I'm confused. I mean, the way that it happened is better than... <laughs> yeah, so the, the game, 
that we found is the the training right um because the the portal gun was featured prominently in the game yes a you could say it was the main character of the game really i don't know if i would say that it was a character i would okay it was a main you know this game, game is this game is so quirky it it does kind of feel like it could be the game could be the main character of the game i just love how quirky it is yeah such a quirk such a quirky game yeah um so for those of you who uh don't have access to our hot gas uh database um, we uh portal rather is a uh it's like a puzzle game puzzle platformer puzzle platformer genre um yeah 2007 which by the way is much more recently than i thought it was 2007 yeah that's a like a very long time ago well i get that but for some reason i associate the game with like much older graphics i mean the graphics aren't like you know stellar or anything like that and since it uh-huh. was bundled with half-life which has much worse graphics and is older i don't know what you're like ntf2 ntf2 i associate yeah. with that same time period but i think those games are older at least half it was bundled is. with half-life 2 no not half-life one what half-life came with it but half-life no. 2 was i'm pretty sure half-life 2 the was game, a part of it portal it, the the executable file is named hl2.exe so half-life 2 yeah so i'm right what? um yeah if you boot up the game look and- let's just put let's just pop open this orange box um, Half-Life 2 in its first standalone expansion, Episode 1, Episode 2, Portal, TF2. Oh, dang. Um, well, that makes a lot of sense, I guess. Hmm, but yeah. it also had Half-Life 1? I'm confused. Or did it not? Um, I don't actually see it saying that, but I... Yeah, I don't actually think it was in there. Huh. Interesting. Too bad we didn't have any time to, uh, you know, look at any of the other games that were in this orange box. Mm, but maybe we'll have to take a look Maybe at someday, but right now... Um, anyway, I was saying that it was released in 2007, <laughs> which to me it feels like it's an older game than that, but it it's obviously aged very well, and mm-hmm. the graphics don't look any worse. Um, most of the time, in my opinion, most of the time. And yeah. to me, I was actually surprised that Portal Two came out in 2011, which was only a few years after Portal One. I thought there was a bigger gap for some reason. I don't know why. Wow, this is all just me talking about why You're, how I like, misremembered this strangely specific part of this my life. I think that perhaps what happened was that when we went through the portal opened by the portal mm. gun, the memories were scrambled. Oh, I thought I you were going to say that it like messed up our time stream, but. You're that, going with you know that what one. that might have also happened i'm mm-hmm. there's no way maybe a little knowing. bit of a little bit of b yeah a little yeah, bit can, of a and b five who can see who can tell really really mm-hmm. um yeah so like jacob said it is i guess classified as a puzzle platformer mm-hmm. so it is kind I of think, unique for the time i think for it being like a three a well 3d but also like first person platformer mm-hmm um it's i think what is uh interesting is also that it's like a shooter like that that kind of um the way you interact with the world is the same as how you would interact with a uh um like a shooter like a any other like call of duty or some other type of shooting game where it's like you click and you shoot a projectile out of a gun um 
in Pearl's case, you add, you have like two shots, so you can shoot a what a blue portal on on orange. one mouse click, and then the orange on the 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 right mouse click, or vice versa. I don't remember exactly Mine which one. Doesn't matter. I think that's right. I think it's left blue, right orange. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other ways you interact with the world is you can jump around on platforms and moving moving platforms and you can pick things up yep you can pick things up you can go through portals which you didn't really say but yes um that's actually a very important thing so thank you you can die (sighs) yep yep so oftentimes there's uh what like hazards on the ground um right that if you fall in them it's it's like you know you have to execute this this puzzle without killing yourself um and to the elevator yeah to the elevator and then um yeah there's like buttons and some other various like kind of lesser uh reoccurring um um elements but it's i think what i was very impressed with was how simple the game is it's like very clean the set of of uh um uh, what it, mechanics is just like super it's not bare bones but it's just it's it it needs mm. it uses what it needs yeah so i actually i kind of wanted to i think it's it's good to point out just like how they introduce these mechanics because i think the game does it in like uh it's almost like the the example of how to introduce a mechanic because mm-hmm. um, at the very beginning of portal you wake up and there's like music um, and you're in this little room, and it kind of lets you like roam around where where with Glados the AI talks to you. And it one of the things that does is it lets you it introduces you to like jumping, moving, picking things up, interacting with some things. Um, and then the portal appears, and the first thing that that portal does is it is arranged in such a way that you can see yourself in the portal, looking at the portal, but oh, from yeah. like a different angle. So the yeah. very first thing it does is teaches, like, this is how this game is... Good. Like, you have to understand this is, like, a tunnel to this other place, but you're still in the... You know, you're still where you are before you go mm-hmm. through the tunnel. That is, like, a prime example of, like, I've created... You You have time to get used to your surroundings. You jump around. You can see through this thing. You get it right away. This is yeah. a hole. Um, and that's, like... And then they do other stuff like that. So, like, the when you first go and pick up the portal gun... So at first you don't have the portal gun. There are just portals that appear. When you first go pick up the portal gun, it shows the portal gun in the center of the room, and it's moving slowly and shooting and creating a portal. And so mm-hmm. before you even get the gun, you know, like, I'm going to shoot this thing and make a portal. Yeah. Um, yeah. What else is there? It does. There's a lot of stuff cool like things, that. cool um, things. Like, uh, I, was, I was watching... Um, a video created by another researcher in the mm. in the game space um, mm. named Mark Brown, um, and he did an, uh, a video specifically on puzzles. And he kind of he he talked about how like puzzles have their kind of base sets of interactions, um, and then the things that kind of make you think through the puzzles are like um, assumptions and revelations. So, like, when you discover something new that you can do with the mechanic, that's, like, a revelation. Um, and then an assumption is, like, oh, I think that the mechanic works this way. I think that the puzzle should be solved this way. 
um, based on like a number of things like, you know, oh, I saw something similar about this puzzle in a previous one, so it should work similarly. That's an assumption. And then the way that you kind of make very good puzzles or um, you make puzzles that are difficult is you present the player with something that will make them assume something that's incorrect. And then once the player works their way through the assumption, um, they, they you know, work their way through the mechanics, they find out that the assumption is actually incorrect, and then they mm-hmm. work their way to the correct solution, that's when they have a revelation, and that's the whole dopamine release. Mm-hmm. And I think that Portal does this really, really well. For example, in one of the first levels, um, you there's buttons all throughout the the portal game where you or another heavy object has to stand on it or depress it in some way mm-hmm. and there's a door that's like 10 feet away from you when you stand on the button the door opens but the minute you step off of it the door closes so you know like okay i'm assuming now like i have to press this button i would assume i have to press it but i can't you know then get through the door because it closes as soon as i step off the button can, so you have to go and find something else about the um the world where you get a cube and you put the cube down on the button and then you can move forward can we call it something other than a button i'm sorry to interrupt because there are actual like press buttons where you press e to interact and then there are the like big pat what would you call it button. like it's a big okay <laughs> human button the big how about big button can we at least okay. call it big button yeah just the because it's buttons. a little confusing pressure i was pa- getting confused pressure plate oh yeah pressure pad pressure pad mm-hmm. i th- yeah that that works just because i think it's important to distinguish because there are literal buttons in the game that you just like press and interact and you can't throw a cube at them and turn them on you have to be there and press mm-hmm. press them yeah, that does make sense, and it's it's that's interesting. I hadn't thought of that way that you stole from another researcher of uh, describing how you go about through a puzzle because it's it is like, what does this thing do? Like, there's a thing, there's a thing in the room. I bet it has something to do with the puzzle. What does it do? Mm-hmm. Okay, when I depress it, the door opens. When I step off, it closes. I bet I can put something on here. Like that's it's kind of the, like the logical way you go about doing it. And when you first the game said, definitely presents it like that. When you first said, "Can we not call it a button?" I thought you were like offended in some way. Can we not call it a button? You're gonna like Please? have this story about like how you were wronged by a button or something like that (laughs) my cousin is a button and doesn't appreciate you calling that thing on the ground a button that's obviously a pressure pad yeah Uh, yeah i agree this is a thing we've talked about outside the podcast of the game space um mm-hmm. one game that does it really well is mario where every most levels in mario have like a gimmick sometimes Mm. they're repeated some but Typically, it's like at the beginning of a level, there's a phase where it introduces you to the gimmick, right? In a safe Karibo's shoe. So you can experiment with it. You can see it. Maybe it's a new enemy, a new, I don't know, type of obstacle. But you're doing it in a safe way. Then, as the level moves on, it ramps up um, and becomes more difficult and maybe more dangerous. And at the end, there's like a big finale test of your skill with the new mechanic. And I think Portal does a similar thing. Oh, yeah. Albeit it might be spread out over multiple chambers, but. Um, for it's like you said, it introduces like the concept of putting a cube on a button, and then like 
three chambers later you're like juggling you're juggling like these cubes and like putting three on different different pressure plates and things like that mm-hmm. um and that's like the perfect way to teach someone a new mechanic and like make them feel rewarded for completing tasks really yeah it definitely is the um I think Portal is one of the best examples of taking that mechanic and expanding on it over um like multiple levels um cuz like yeah they do they introduce it and then they they you know they take that idea and they twist it and they like see like oh here's some other things you can do with that like just putting a cube on the button and it's like okay well now you have to put the cube on the button through a portal and then now you have to time it and they add like the the element of time to the puzzle and um they just keep adding stuff and then they introduce a new mechanic and then you combine those mechanics it's it's a masterful like ramp of uh, mechanical introductions yeah it really is i just like the game we didn't really talk about this a whole lot but like there's it starts off as a progression of what's called test chambers where you're basically a test subject going through these tests and glados is kind of commentating over top of it and giving you some information about yourself and the tests and like the purpose of them most of it probably lies because she's sarcastic and lies a lot. Um, mm-hmm. But the tests like just gradually progress in difficulty, and um, she's kind of like dangling this carrot of like the idea of like freedom and like safety over you the whole time, and like you kind of just—it's as if you're like you know once you get out of the testing chambers, like you'll be free or whatever, and something like that. And it's kind of implying that you're like a prisoner, um, but the game just does a really good job of building this environment of like isolation where you're just i mean you're alone it's a robot talk like voice talking to you and it's just a it's like a really unique like feeling i think as far as like some games go like a lot of games you know don't try to convey that feeling they want you you do not feel isolated so it's like Mm -hmm. just an interesting approach and and glados brings a lot of personality into the game though too that like wouldn't have been there if there was just like it could have easily just been like no uh no no one talking and you just go yeah, through yeah. the whole game right that's true it could just like maybe they would have like a sign to tell you to give you like a little bit of information if glados ever gives you that information but like it creates this like constant it's almost like every time you complete a chamber you want to know what's this robot gonna say to you if you haven't you know played the game before yeah um um, so it, it's kind of like a little extra carrot to the player to like keep moving forward yeah and so like throughout the test chambers there's like these little cameras that watch you and i would destroy everyone you could put like a portal underneath the the camera mm-hmm. and i did that every single time just so i could hear glados telling me like oh destroying destroying property of the you know aperture science property is band or whatever mm-hmm. um it, it's just like i i just found that so funny so i like i liked doing that every time yeah um the environment is just so interesting like the way she she builds on it and then like halfway through the game you start seeing like the like um i don't know it's like you're in this testing environment where it's all clean ish white or black colors all over the walls mm-hmm. like nothing else really and then all of a sudden like there's a test chamber where there's a a panel propped open and you can go inside there and it's like red and dark and dirty and like you can see where other people have been yeah. based on like the you know there's things left behind it's just like it starts building this world of like other people went through this like testing process and like tried to escape and were like fending mm-hmm. for their lives in this like you know yeah. 
It's, it's just a really like, cool build. There's writing on the wall, like literal writing on the wall that's in blood. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it says help. So <laughs> it it's it's very clear that it is not a pleasant environment to to be in. Well, and it's funny because I feel like they I mean, I I think they wanted to give you a little bit of context for the greater like plot of the game. But yeah. also like maybe it's there just in case people were like, haha, isn't this robot funny? I can't wait to get the cake at the end. Like because it, I think it's supposed to be pretty obvious that she's not telling you everything. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And that's yeah. So, I mean, we can talk about the like directly about the plot a little bit right yeah, so i mean yeah. we're kind of talking about it but spoiler um, alerts spoiler alerts to this game from 2007 yes which i uh, sure hope yes so basically it, it, you find out eventually that um well you the last testing chamber which is one of the hard i mean obviously the hardest testing chamber um you get basically sent to an incinerator at the end and then yeah. you then you go and you have to escape. And I actually remember the first time I played this game, I knew I had to escape, but I ended up dying like three times to the incinerator because I couldn't like figure out where to shoot to save myself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after that, you kind of go through the rest of the underbelly and you have to fight some more, get past stuff. And it gets really like dirty and grimy. And this is where the game graphics, I think, didn't age very well. I said to Jacob earlier, it looks kind of like they took clean concrete and scribbled over it with like black marker like it just doesn't seem super it doesn't look like realistically aged and dirty it just yeah. looks kind of gross but like i think at the time it looked fine mm-hmm. yeah um but that i mean that area was interesting and it kind of like it's kind of where like the training wheels really come off because now instead of being in these pristine rooms you're like well how would this 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 new mechanic that they introduce is what do you do in the real world with the portal gun? Yeah, where it's um, not like all handed to you. Like you're not in a room covered by white portalable walls. It's it's a bunch of black walls and moving industrial parts and things like that that are like a constant danger. Right. Um, yeah, I actually really liked the kind of sequencing of that, where it's you know it introduces you to all these different mechanics and then the I I feel like I as the player was like, man, what if what if I could get this in real life? Um. Mm. Now, granted, we actually did have access to it, but Mitchell was hogging it, so I had to wonder, uh, what could I do with this in real life? And then the game was like, "Let me show you. Come through my flaming doors into the real world, where we will, you know, frolic about in the industrial wasteland that is the underbelly of Aperture Science." Um. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it, it it like narratively pace it like it, it, the game is just paced so well, even narratively. Um. Now, I will say though that they introduced one additional mechanic after um you leave the test chambers, and that's the rocket launcher. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. And I don't know that I liked the rocket launcher that much. It kind of felt like they were trying to figure out, well, how can we add a boss fight to this? And they're like, oh. What if what if they use a rocket launcher and then they're like, okay, well we have to introduce the player to it somehow. So they do that. Yeah, it's like exactly right. Be- happened, isn't, yeah, isn't it pretty like right before you fight yeah. Kratos? Yeah. It's it's like how you get into the room that she's in. I think that's much. what I thought. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, did did they? So I'll be hundred percent honest. I didn't completely replay this Whoa, game. Whoa, what are uh, you doing here? Because I honestly. And this, we can talk about the reasons why later. So, what happens at the 
do you have to break like a glass thing there's with a, yes. a rocket so you're in one room where there's no exit except for a glass window and there's a rocket guy in the center and so you basically will just die and walk in circles unless you stand in front of the glass pane and he breaks it so it forces okay. you to do it to progress and it's pretty clear although it's it's probably the least obvious like puzzle maybe the most shoehorned in yeah, mechanic, yeah. the way maybe. they introduce you to it is that you there is a glass pane a glass pane between you and the rocket launcher and then the rocket launcher shoots a rocket at oh, you that's right. I but about it that. hits the the pane yeah. first right and yeah, then you I use it to him. break another one right or something like yeah. that so you're supposed yeah. to intuit from that that exchange that the rocket can break the um the glass right yeah but then okay. i mean that makes sense yeah it makes sense and that part's not too bad and then the part that really tripped me up was um there are these tubes that companion cubes are shooting through Mm -hmm. and you have to use the rocket launcher which is in another room you have to trick it into shooting you through a portal and then the rocket travels through the portal and it has to hit the um the segment of the the pipe yes on the ceiling it just it, it like you know i i eventually was able to figure that out but it was just kind of like a it was a moment where it's like, oh, I can do that. It wasn't like a, oh, I can do that sort of moment. It was just like a, uh, yeah, okay. it was tricky because they didn't introduce the concept of breaking pipes before that. Yeah, and um, I think that's the only time you do it. Yeah, and I would just argue that it's like it's like the last puzzle. So like, if it was like a, I mean, it, it is a little out of place though. I would totally agree with that. Well, what yeah. did you do? Did you kind of like? I can imagine myself being in that situation and just kind of like having the portal to the rocket guy and being like i don't know what to do i mean the thing is you use the portal from the rocket guy once before that and so i thought i was Mm -hmm. done with it and so i just kept walking up and then you get to that point you're like oh wait what do i do and you're kind of stuck there you like i literally had to walk back and i was like oh the rocket is still available because a white wall here and Mm -hmm. then i finally shot the portal and like it hit the glass and i was like "Ah, yeah that was that was the thing that really tripped me up was was how far back we had to backtrack to get back to the racket the the racket guy racket um like because it it was like you actually have to walk backwards through where you yeah where you were a a decent amount it's like the office like the offices and things like that that are like Mm -hmm. you know i mean maybe that's just this a situation when you have to just have the revelation right and then yes. but it seems kind of annoying to have to walk back mm-hmm. so that might not but i think so we can talk about the final boss battle against glados i guess they just really wanted to like hammer in the the value of the rocket launcher because you need it for the exactly. for the battle against glados so yeah um so glados uh killed everyone on bring your daughter to work day Using a deadly neurotoxin, which is you know standard fairy tale stuff, and then um, yeah, standard. you have to hit her with rocket launchers and then take parts of her personality and burn them up in the incinerator, just like your beloved companion cube. Yeah, it's pretty neat because you enter a, a room that's like kind of unlike any others. It's just a big like almost like an atrium, and she's hanging from mm-hmm. the ceiling, and she's kind of like a mess of like wires and like white components and like eyes kind of and things like that um mm-hmm. it's a really cool vibe in there and then there's like tv screens that have like static and like spooky shit on them i don't remember exactly what it is but it's just like flashing like random it's like images, images that like, flash through like, like pie unsettling like like there's like eyeballs and stuff i don't know yeah it's pretty cool 
Yeah. I, I, I read something about when they designed GLaDOS, how they had to work really hard to give her, like, um, to, to allow her to be expressive, considering she didn't have, like, a mouth and a normal face ah. and things like that. So, like, the way that she moves, the way that her aperture... <laughs> Uh, moves. I'm not sure if that's in this game or Portal 2 where they did. They did a lot of that in Portal I mean, 2. I her body well, even like, looks mm-hmm. human-like. If it kind of looks like it, a... It like, looks like a woman, yeah. like, kind of, like, tied up, tied like, up. hanging to the ceiling, which is a little creepy, which is part of the effect, right? Um, I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised if that's what they went for, considering the events of Portal... I mean, yeah. of, of what? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what we're talking about, but... Yeah, but the the... the boss battle is basically just a matter of there's a rocket guy in the center of the room you have to use portals to make him shoot gladys and then pieces of her personality fall off and you drop him in an incinerator right and she slowly gets like mm-hmm. more and more upset it's time too which is an interesting aspect it gives you a sense of urgency this is, i actually the the first one that the first little uh ball that drops off of her is not timed oh and it starts after that yeah so gotcha. literally you you it, she'll sit there and just talk at you <laughs> until you figure out what to do and then the timer starts it's like it feels like so much of like the developers were all in a room they're like okay we've reached the end of the game what do we need to do now they're like oh well what if what if glados has these little balls that we need to burn and it's like well how does the player know that they need to burn them it's like well what if we put them in a room with the burner until they figure it out well i mean we did burn things before right that's like the containing cube Yes, and if you see the incinerator again, you'd recognize it from then. But mm-hmm. yeah, I just thought it, it, that honestly—it's not a huge hitch. Um, I just thought it was kind of funny that they're just like, "All right, process. you're gonna sit here until you figure it out. <laughs> you can't do anything else. You don't listen to her talk forever." Yeah, that'll be your penalty. Anyway, but- once you beat that, the game ends, and she kind of like implodes upward, which is cool, and like you start to see like shafts of light, and it's like kind of implied that you get sucked up. In this like vortex with her and then you end up on the surface of earth believe it or not whoa um, of all places how do you never know been that? uh you know it's a great question hmm suspicious um mm. and then like a robot comes and just starts dragging you away which is like such a great moment um well so originally that didn't happen oh wait really they added that yeah they added that in there was an update for portal like in 2010 or 2011 in preparation for portal 2 right where oh. because one of those robots is huh. it's either atlas or peabody i forget which oh, one shit that makes sense interesting oh so yeah they added that in they also that was the time so they added in something where you could get radios in a lot of the levels and bring them to certain places and they'd play i don't remember if they played so text like some... or if it was if it was uh morse code and you had to decode it oh, but it like okay. gave away it it gave it was you know Some the viral marketing decoder whatever. Hmm. ar Make sure to junk. drink your oval teen mm-hmm. i have to say though that the it was a really good moment at the end of the game and i just the, the world building is like so well done um i don't know it's like this really cool feeling when you like get out in the outside world and you're like holy crap like what was that place down there i was just in like with all these like yeah. mad scientists like testing people in this chamber for like unknown reasons and like 
It was cool because we didn't really talk about this, but when you're escaping, you go through all these offices, and you, once you walk through the offices, yeah. you see that they're all just looking over the test chambers that you were already in, and so it's like mm-hmm. this. It's like kind of this unsettling feeling of like people are doing this and being observed by these like people, and like I don't know, it's just it's such a cool vibe. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like back in like mid late two thousands was like primo like apocalyptic novels and like things like that and like post yeah hunger games like, was yeah exactly full swing. hunger games <laughs> hunger games season yeah the the uh i like the the kind of um like vibe of like there's a lot going on here that you the player don't know about but it's still kind of like going on in the background like it's super obvious that there is a whole fleshed out written narrative mm-hmm. of like what happened how it got to this point like you know glados clearly has all this like back history to her that you know makes her uh you know have this personality and like we see little glimpses of it and like throughout the world there's just like little hints at it but it's still the world in the narrative makes you kind of wonder and you have to like really reach for um those details like you know if you want to you can go throughout and you can do the radios and you can find those easter eggs mm-hmm. it's um mm-hmm. i think that's like a really Some compelling yeah it's like a really compelling storytelling carry the gnome method. all the way to the lighthouse or whatever what is that from oh that's Half-Life uh two. half-life 2 uh, yeah. episode like two i think hmm Oh, I wanted to mention, I saw this while I was doing some research about the game. Um, it was actually, there was a game before it called Narbacular Drop. Mm-hmm. And it was like the same concept, but it was almost like a demo game where it wasn't fully built out. But it was like a first person with literal portals. They didn't look like mm-hmm. the portals of the game, but they were like these weird, like toothy, like almost like, I don't even know, skulls that you walk through. And Valve hired the people who developed the game to develop portal it's the entire development team from this like demo game because they thought the idea was so cool and they actually built all of portal i was like holy crap i had no idea what was the game called narbacular 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 drop Drop. yeah wow so i think one of the other things that made portal like a very very good game is the sound design is so on point Mm -hmm. like it is just right on point with like how much they they do a lot of this kind of like world building through just the design of the sound of like the portal gun where it has this oh like, i love the sound of the portal yeah, gun yeah weird. i just where sat it, there and shoot you know when you're going up the elevator, elevator between yeah. rooms and mm-hmm. just boom boom and the particles and it's, fly like, everywhere it has yeah. such a good sound such a it's good sound. very satisfying it's got a good bass to it it has like such a solid amount of reverb but it's like it's like this real pleasant springiness. Mm-hmm. Um, mm, that's a good way of putting it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I wonder if the elevators were used. They must have been used for loading screens, right? In in lieu of loading screens. Oh yeah, I think they're definitely hide loads load zones. You probably are just like in a void in this elevator, and then the other like objects just like render in like gradually, and then it lets yeah. you out. Jacob, there are like loading screens. Like it'll say like loading yeah but that's always late that was later Maybe that's in the like game. bigger assets oh that's true it's when you're not going through the chambers as much mm-hmm. interesting yeah because i think that the doors specifically hide your vision as objects like pop in mm-hmm. 
so that you can't you can't see the loading process it's like really clever um i feel like that's a thing that we don't well maybe we just don't consciously see it as much because computers are so much faster than they they were i don't know man i played skyrim and the loading times is like 20 percent of that game <laughs> mm, fair in in like the metroid games every time you go through a door that's a loading screen yeah like in in metroid prime or whatever you shoot a door and it doesn't open right away because it's loading the other room and then you go through and when the door closes behind you it cleans up the assets behind yeah, you. Yeah, that makes sense. And same thing in the like 2D ones I'm assuming. Oh, I was going to mention I watched a, I watched, I didn't watch a normal speedrun of the game, I watched a TAS tool assisted speedrun without glitches. Because the glitch ones are obviously pretty crazy. They do just a bunch of like crazy shit. I watched the same thing. Alright, you watched it too? I was like pretty curious to see how it went and it was like pretty much what i expected for a lot of it um what was the time it was still like 13 minutes or something like that something mm. insane oh well, that's close to the world record you it's should like... have seen oh my god the part where you're out of the chambers it's just it's just like a constant stream of like walk out of a portal and up to shoot the next one walk back in shoot the next one walk out shoot the next one like back and forth just like wiggling and it happens mm-hmm. so quickly but one thing yeah, that was so really the- funny to me was that when you get to glados the way that it beats GLaDOS is it stands on a balcony underneath her, and the rocket thing just shoots straight up and hits her. You don't have to use portals. If you stand on a railing underneath her, it will shoot at you and just hit her every time. Oh. I didn't even realize that the the rocket could shoot upward. Yeah. It shoots at wherever you are. So Wow. Huh. I So I watched the, a human speed run, and they did a lot of that, like left right left right mm-hmm. changing portals every time and i tried when i was playing i was like oh i remember them doing this here and i couldn't do it i couldn't <laughs> the, now i know when you walk through the portals there's a very distinct sound when you successfully cross oh yeah. but i couldn't figure i couldn't figure it out and i wasn't able to do it and i know you ah. just have to practice that but that's another example of the good sound design is like every time you go through a portal there's a sound every time you shoot a portal every time you go through one of the um grids that like destroys all your portals and anything you're yeah. holding even when uh, you press the big red pressure plates big red, not to yeah. be confused with buttons big they boys. make like a very solid satisfying noise um when you have the weird energy balls uh oh, yeah. i actually did not like dealing with those by the way but um when you have the weird energy balls and they like hit their receiver there's like a nice fizzy kind of noise perfect thanks perfect rendition we didn't even talk about the turrets because those also have great sound cues and stuff too the line oh, of they have a personality yeah. Yeah. did they sing in this game or is that in portal 2 it's portal I'm 2 you at the end of the game they have no well they sang there's they a choir were if you find them there's like a hidden location right and they sing yeah but maybe not in this game portal 2 hmm. but they it's funny because those turrets are also in Half-Life 2, but they're like black. They're like military colored. And they or sound maybe they're right? in camo. I think there are some of those in uh, World They might. They might. They have a lower, like, almost like a radio sounding voice. Was it like, okay. like, blah, 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 something like that? And like, I, yeah, it's like, babbly, it's like that. I'm only half joking. Like, I think it's actually what it's like. I stand by it. No, it's good. It's good. Uh, one of one of your skills, Jacob, is uh, is is your your imitations of video game noises. That's my thing. I think that's yeah. That's your thing. Um, I thought it was just so funny that when you when you knocked over the portals or the 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 turrets, 
they just like shot everywhere <laughs> yeah just, and then turn off yeah, like it's just like, like as if they've never been in an area with a stiff breeze like they fall over and like oh the enemy invaded how could this happen there was a third there was a 10 mile per hour wind last night and they all fell over <laughs> it's like the the engineers are just like well what happens if they they get knocked over and it's like i don't know just shoot everywhere <laughs> Oh, uh, that's a failure state. They should shoot everything and then blow up. Blowing up seems a little too crazy. I think I'm wrong about the portals or the the turrets. The turrets in Half Life Two are like just standing like guns, basically. They don't even have like eyes or anything like that. Oh, that's what right. They, they don't have the cover. Two has no. Other well, they turrets. there are weird. No, I think like, you're right. It's basically ones? like if they took off. All of the like covering oh, of the portal. It. Yeah, they just turrets. they don't have any casing, and they like talk no weird and stuff. Yeah, they talk weird. But that's like one of the things. So like this this game is supposed to be part of the bigger like Half Life universe because mm-hmm. they actually mention in Half Life, you know, like oh aperture. They mention the they mention aperture science. Glados Matt mentions Black Mesa in the a hit single, uh, still alive. I think you see like slideshows that have yes. the mesas <laughs> slideshow right? in in Portland. Yeah, there's a slideshow. There's one in particular. There's one slide that shows um, these two bar graphs. Um, one on one side, it's a bar graph of like it's a- it's all Aperture Science versus Black Mesa. It shows like number of proposals by Black Mesa. It's just like a small bar, and then number of proposals by Aperture Science. It's a huge bar. And then the next bar graph is number of acceptances by Black Mesa, small bar. And then Aperture Science, it's even smaller. It's just like Black Mesa just proposes and everything they proposes gets accepted. And then Aperture proposes all of this bullshit and gets accepted like Not 1% of it. Uh, yeah. Funny. I mean, that, I get the idea that they're supposed to be kind of a joke. Mm-hmm. And like everything they do, it's like, it's not that they're. Their grasp of the science isn't necessarily bad, but it's kind of like their implementation of it is is bad. So, mm-hmm. I mean, in the next game, they talk about all the issues with moon dust in lungs. Um, and then, she obviously, GLaDOS keeps talking about, like, when you first get the portal gun, she's like, the portals are perfectly safe. The gun is not. Um, and then, like, it has a bunch of rules about, like, what you can and can't do with the gun. And it's like, it's... yeah. A lot of things like that. It's really good, like, comic effect. Just, like, you're forced to listen to all these, like, things about how the company is, like, a shit show and, like, the portal gun is completely dangerous and you're just, like, there holding it. It's great. Yeah, I don't know why, but there was, like, one scene in the elevator where uh, GLaDOS says, like, oh, in the next chamber, there's lots of exposed wires. If you want to know more about electrical safety, please attend an Aperture Science electrical safety seminar. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like, your safety is reduced down to a seminar that you have to go to. (laughs) So, you know, it's just like that, where it's funny, it characterizes the world. Um, Can I say something, though, about that? As someone who's worked for maybe some things related to government... That actually sounds like in a a company that kind of like does government contracting that is like not doing well and they have to keep cutting stuff and it's kind of like, oh yeah, like you have to do this on your own time now. Like we used to do do like 
bagel Tuesdays and talk about like HR issues. And now it's like, you have to click through a PowerPoint and click accept at the end. And like, that's as much as we're going to do for you. <laughs> like it, it really, that is like, it's not something you would get as a kid at all. And that's when I played the game. So you related the most so. to the electrical danger of the game. Yeah, well, I mean, a lot of the things that they talk about, like, it sounds familiar to me. <laughs> like, the the corporate aspects of it, it's kind of like, oh, no. <laughs> this is this is something that people that worked in real jobs wrote, and then kids played it, and they grew up, and now the kid is like, wait a second. From that kid? Albert Einstein. <laughs> Whoa, who's Albert Einstein? Is he a lizard man? Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to deign that with a response. All right. Um, well, so I wanted to mention something that I thought, and this is kind of maybe something that I'd bring up if we played any other puzzle games, but I didn't finish this game, and it, it I easily could have. It's not a very long game. I've beaten it before, so I don't have to, like, think through and have any, uh, you know, brain blasts, so to speak, to use a technical term. Yeah. But I was it's playing it again and i was like i know how to do all of this i already know all of the mechanics they're going to do i know how to beat like most of the things i just kind of like look and i'm like oh yeah this is how you do it and i remember just getting kind of like frustrated at certain times i'm like oh, i have to walk all the way back to the other side of the chamber for this like i should have dropped the portal before i came over here and like if you're playing the game normal without playing before that's not a way that you'd approach stuff and so i didn't end up finishing the game because i've played it before i've beaten it before but like it's just a problem with puzzle games that you know the puzzle mm-hmm. yeah it's it's and it's pretty rare for such a good game to have such like low replayability i mean honestly it's worth like right that's a good point it's still because it is a really good game but it's a puzzle game but it, so. inherently it's just not gonna be as fun and i should mention i played this with my girlfriend katie and she had she was familiar with the <laughs> Wow! Do you hear okay. that? Oh my god! You guys god. Were like, I don't know. You don't hear me bragging about lives or like I don't know. Ugh. Talk about how cool I am. We can do that Ugh. for a little bit. Why? I need to go vomit. Um, but she had played Portal Two like co-op before, so she was familiar with the, she knew the mechanics of the game, mm. but she didn't really know like the the um the backstory of like the single player stuff and all that. And so it was a lot of fun for me to like play with her and like live vicariously through her like playing it for the mm-hmm. first time and i was like oh this is the best yeah. it's um, a little bit gross but i get it <laughs> but i think otherwise like you mitchell i probably would have like gotten a little bit not bored but like it it just i don't know i don't know how to describe it maybe yeah maybe I, bored I, is the word <laughs> it's it's not really just bored it was just i just kind of got it's funny how you, i just got I got more out of watching the human speed run playing than I got playing the game. Mm. Even though I love the game, it's like I could only play it so many times before I'd be like, yep, I know all this like forwards and backwards. And like once you know it, it's not like you're going to you don't get the same thrill out of like solving the puzzles. Right. It's like, yeah, it'd be like doing a crossword like one day and then the next day being like, okay, I'm doing this crossword again. Like, you know, all the answers (laughs) just be a complete waste of time. (laughs) I think think this is go ahead. Um, I I was I think that the uh the thing that kind of kept me going through it was really the narrative of like I was just curious like how you know how the the computer or how Glados tried to like stop you and and like what you kind of discovered on your way through that weird underbelly area um and 
you know, all those sort of mechanics, but like I wasn't really too invested in in the uh well, that's actually a lie. I was pretty interested in the the puzzle solving cuz it's been a while since I played this game, I think so I didn't really exactly remember. This time through, I had like a different approach where I was like what are like the different i was it was more like an analytical like how yeah. could this puzzle be solved other than the way i would do it right now or like you oh. know like obviously i know an, like a quick answer to do this but like are there other ways to do it like like for instance all the ones with like the, the turrets you can kind of just like rambo through those things and just like murder them all right like you could like take a block and just swing it and like knock them over mm-hmm. or you can teleport mm-hmm. above them behind them drop things through portals like all these different things and well, yeah, but I feel like there aren't a lot of puzzles where you have that ability. Like, a lot of times it's like, you have to put the cube on this pressure plate that's true, to yeah. move the thing. I guess it was more like I was just appreciating the level design. Like, for instance, uh-huh. I've been playing a lot, I played a lot of um, Mario Maker 2 in the past, like, whatever, a few months. And it's so hard to design good levels. And, like, interesting levels that yeah. are, like, engaging. And they did such an incredible job of, like... I mean, every chamber has, like, its own quirks that make it, like, interesting and, like, fun. Like, it's just, it, I don't know. It just, I was very, like, in awe while I was playing. Yeah. No, I, I completely agree with you. I think, though, the one thing that you could maybe actually dock them as, like, a negative is the fact that it seems like most chambers have, like, one solution. Yeah, um, that's true. And, you I mean, know, Maybe they didn't want people to get caught up in, like going down the wrong path like did i miss mm-hmm. something it, it also feels bad if like there are pieces of something you don't really use right you're like wait what did i miss or like like if there's like other ways to solve it it might be like a little bit more open right for instance i was playing i'm just talking about other games i've played but i was playing Link's awakening <laughs> and i beat a dungeon and i had an extra key and i was like wait what i was like how did i how did i not use all the keys because only like those games you use all the keys like in a linear yeah. fashion to get to the boss yeah. right and I was so confused. I, like, I just left... The, I felt dirty. I left the dungeon, like, feeling gross. Mm. And so I can imagine if, like, every puzzle had, like, a bunch of, like, loose ends. I mean, you were probably dirty. I probably was you dirty. Know, you were probably a disgusting, filthy... Yeah. ...person. Little pig boy. So, um, anyone have any dislikes otherwise? Um, I don't like the cake is a lie meme. <laughs> Why is that? Because it was my first example of kind of like a talk not a toxic meme just like a a like overbearing meme i guess we were talking about this um, a little earlier and i i compared it to like the rick and morty like community where it's like the show is like great and like really fun and interesting but like it's like like the whole like pickle rick thing like you saw it for like years after that episode right it's like the kick of the lie was like similar i think yeah, it was like this niche just, little like nerdy thing that people will like bring up all the time. Yeah, yeah. People can and like I like Portal, zones. but it's like okay, can we stop? Like I don't understand why we have to keep referencing this. But I mean, also now that I, you know, I make fun of I not make fun of I dislike these overused memes. But I think I just need to remember that a lot of people on the internet are children, and that's the sort of thing that children like to do is kind of like, you know, beat it dead horse until it's dead horse uh-huh. jerky that's true um, to be fair we, we also do that <laughs> oh for sure 100 well, we, we, we yeah. do it but it, it was like worse it really was like it used to be worse than it is now yeah um uh, i think though to to valve's credit 
they created a game that has such an interesting world that people want to beat it to a you know to a dead horse yeah that's valid beat, beat the horse beat it a to a dead, dead horse they want to kill the horse yeah they, they created i just a found horse. this horse look horse if i found this it. horse i found this horse floating in space no one ha- no claim to it i can do whatever i want to this <laughs> hold on i <laughs> do whatever you want to this horse <laughs> yeah what what kind of things do you want to do to the horse I want to send it into the sun and give it a proper burial. Wow. I was going to say that I was going to send my horse to horse school, but... It's dead already, Nick. Well... You're going to make a zombie space horse? No, my horse is alive, and it's No, I said it was... I found it floating in space. It's not alive. Well, my horse is a space horse. It doesn't need oxygen. That's a so. space sea. That's a called a space horse. It's like a seahorse. Yeah, I said space horse. But it, instead a space of horse. a tail, it has a rocket engines. Yeah, and they're beautiful rocket engines. And I'm sending my horse to horse school. So space horse school. There you go. All right. Well, I guess that's it. That'll do it for us. See you next time on the uh, Astro Gamers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no closing um, thoughts. Um, yeah, closing thoughts. I guess we kind of already hit that. Well, I'll say I'll do mine. Uh, I think it's a it's a really well put together game, um, but I don't really enjoy replaying it that much. And I know that there are mods out there that add more levels and things like that. And I think if you like the game, you should look into that so you can keep playing it. I would say, um, I liked I I liked the game the second time through. Um, you know, I do wish that I could have kind of relived the process of of rediscovering those sorts of mechanics for the first time. Um, the, the 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 just the, the game is like so it feels very visceral. Um, it's very enjoyable to kind of play, and I liked it. I'm sorry to interrupt. Was this really your your second time playing it? Portal One, yeah, definitely. Oh, wow. So I mean, I've played it much more than so like nave. maybe 10 times or something well it's just so interesting because like you have a different you have a different perspective because i have played it a lot yeah i think i've also probably mm-hmm. played it four or five times um but yeah it's a great game um a lot of fun still enjoyable to this day but not as enjoyable as the first time you play it but that's just like we said how puzzle games go but yeah and it has lived very well aged since. incredibly that's for yes, sure. Yes, that those are the words. It lived great. It lived a long life. It lived a very it lived a great long life. life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And now yeah, we're gonna Dodge go beat speed. it until it's a dead horse. Do we want to do the ad? <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, we are contractually up. Jacob, to. start the ad. Hey everyone, it's me, your boy. What's up, your boy? What you got there, boy? Uh, the king, the king hit me with a scepter today and said, "Generate that ad money, boy." Um, yeah. What, what do we gotta? What do we gotta sell this time? Well, today we're selling some portal. Have you ever eaten moon dust? No. Have you ever crumble no. Put in your mouth? No. Sure. Yikes. No. Don't buy this I game. I got pop rocks. <laughs> really? Pop rocks and soda. I didn't realize that Porta had moon rocks. Wait, really? All the white stuff on the walls is moon rock. That's in Portal 2. They don't tell you what it is. But it's Portal implied, right? That it's in that... Isn't it that... I thought they told you in the first one, too. Ah, uh, yikes. All right, let me let me try this again. Hey, uh... 
Hey, so Lord Nintendo hit me with this, his scepter today and said we've got to sell portals. Portals? Okay. What do they do? Have you ever wished that you could get to the refrigerator faster? Well, now you can. For just five easy installments of $3 million, you can wow. have your own portal guy. Put a portal upstairs, put a portal next to your fridge, or even inside your fridge. Now your trips are five times faster. Can I put a portal by my arm and one by my head myself through the portal? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. You're my attention. Have you ever wanted to see your dog break the, the sound barrier? Just put your dog down on the floor, put a portal on the floor, and then put a portal on the ceiling. See your dog break lock three. It's incredible. You won't be able to recover your dog, but it will be going very fast. Have you ever wanted to make a perpetual motion machine? Well, that doesn't seem advisable, but I guess theoretically you could. Maybe. Who knows? You could find out if you get the portal. It seems kind of like a waste of a telephone. You know what? I take it back. Don't do that. You could do it, but don't. don't I mean, do like. That. Like, think about it. It's like, oh, yeah, we have infinite energy, but you can't use it again. Don't do that one, folks. Come on. Be more creative. I believe in you. And that's what Portal is all about. Believing in yourself. Believing in... That's the place to start. Yeah. And you know what I also believe in? The the horse. All right. I think that's going to do it for us this week. Um, Yes. I've been Mitchell Smith. Well, first, the... If you uh, if you have any comments, questions, or suggestions for things we should look for in the game space, uh, games that we could find in the game space, uh, email us at theastrogamingcast at gmail.com. Or check out the description. And yeah, of course, check out the description um, where we'll have all that information. So... Yeah, thanks for joining us. Uh, my name is Nick Blackley. I've been Jacob Smith. And I am Mitchell Smith, signing off. Okay. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. of the way to sexy.
Cut!